Wednesday, November 8th. Having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry, I'd like to take you to a Fox News story out of Georgetown University. A Catholic student group at that university could be stripped of its funding and its ability to meet on campus for its belief in traditional marriage. Love Saxa, a group that advocates marriage between a man and a woman, is under fire from the LGBTQ groups on campus, according to the student newspaper The Hoya. Love Sachs' definition of marriage does not include same-sex couples, as they say they believe that marriage is a conjugal union on every level, emotional, spiritual, physical, and mental directed toward caring for biological children. To us, marriage is much more than commitment of love between two consenting adults. The student newspaper then targeted the group in an editorial titled Defund Intolerance. What they promoted, which is marriage, and they basically affirm Roman Catholic, which is historic biblical doctrine for thousands of years, as the gospel of Jesus Christ expended from Jerusalem, and it moved north, south, east, and west. It encountered barbarian tribes with barbarian cultures, including barbarian definitions of marriage and family, such as bigamy and polygamy. Christianity came. Lives were changed, and the structure of marriage and family was changed. What's really interesting is as it was changed, it was then ordered biblically. We see the ordering of marriage of one man and one woman for one life. Even, by the way, you see the same trajectory in the Bible, don't you? That when sin came into the world, it attacked marriage. There you have just subsequent to the generation of Cain and Abel and Seth, you then have polygamy. Sin attacks all of God's creation ordinances, and it attacks marriage, and that attacks family. All of those things that are affirmed by God as sacred and sanctified. And what's interesting today is we have a culture that is descending back into paganism in our so-called tolerant society, which tolerates fabrication and mythology, in that you call a same-sex relationship marriage. Well, by definition, it can't be marriage. You can call it what you want to, but it's not marriage. And that's what this organization said. Marriage is one man, one woman, committed for one life. A conjugal, covenantal, heterosexual, monogamous relationship. God made the man and the woman to be one. He made them different in order to unite them. Now, we're equal before God, but we are different. Equality is not interchangeability. Marriage also allows for procreation. So, monogamous, covenantal, conjugal relationship of one man, heterosexual, one man, one woman for one life. Well, that's what this organization embraces. Guess what? It's a Roman Catholic university. Guess what the Roman Catholic canons affirm? The historic biblical definition of marriage. So you have a student organization that is designed to uphold a Roman Catholic tenet, which is a biblical tenet common to all of biblical Christianity. And now you have a student group that says you can't believe that on this campus because it is intolerant. 
Yes, it is intolerant. For instance, I would uphold the sanctity of life on a Roman Catholic university. I would be intolerant of abortion, and I would bring the ideas to bear upon the insidious and undeniable chaos, destruction, and violence of the abortion industry. Well, they have done the same thing concerning marriage. Now, here's what usually happens. When you can't match the argument intellectually, what you then do is try to shame the opponent, marginalize the opponent, and if at all possible, silence them because you can't uphold the debate with them. And that's what is being done here. Those who embrace the LGBTQ agenda, affirming the same-sex marriage mythology and fabrication, there is no ability to actually, by definition of what a marriage is, to actually bring into reality a same-sex marriage. A same-sex marriage is not heterosexual, it is not monogamous, and it cannot be conjugal, and it is not established for procreation. Harry, let me give you the statement released by the university and get your response to it. The university said, as a Catholic and Jesuit institution, Georgetown listens deeply and discerningly to the plurality of voices that exist among our students, faculty, and staff, and is committed to the care of each member of our community. They went on to say, as the students on the Student Activities Commission review the complaint formally submitted by individual students, we encourage all students to follow our community commitment to open dialogue and mutual respect. What you're assuring is open dialogue to a group of people who don't want open dialogue. They don't want to debate what a marriage actually is. They want to silence those that they cannot answer. I am sure that it's appropriate to say we respect everybody here and their civil rights, etc., etc., and and that certainly ought to be done. But this doesn't require a lot of thought. This just very clearly states we're Roman Catholic. We have certain tenets, certain things that we embrace. One of those things that we embrace is marriage. We expect our priests to teach it. We expect our communicants to embrace it. Therefore, there is no reason for us in an educational institution that we support through the Jesuit order, there is no reason for us to outlaw an organization that upholds one of our canon tenets, one of our statements of dogma concerning what marriage is. On the contrary, we would see that as a success in our educational enterprise that we have students that embrace a biblical view of marriage and have moved into the public square to contend for it and to defend it in the midst of this intellectual and moral chaos surrounding quote-unquote same-sex marriage, which is a legal and biological and functional fabrication and culturally destructive movement within society because it destroys the one basic unit of society, which is the family rooted in a marriage so that children all have the opportunity to have a father and a mother because the marriage from which they came had a husband and a wife. Harry, what does this say about these larger institutions that sometimes can lose their moral bearings? This is a university that's been around for a number of years. Certainly, it's going to continue to embrace the Catholic dogma of traditional marriage, and yet we find that perhaps they need some accountability, too. Tom, I know you've heard the term entropy. That's the second law of thermodynamics, that when things are left alone, they run down. 
Well, they not only run down, they run away spiritually. A denomination or a movement, a church can have wonderful agencies and wonderful ministries in place. But if they're left alone and not properly guided and not properly governed and not properly held accountable, they can run off. So now the Roman Catholic Church, the bishops in their structure are going to have to take a look. How does Georgetown University deal with this issue? Will they be consistent to the Georgetown University? Your accountability is not to the students that are bringing this charge and that are attempting to silence those who hold to what we believe. Your accountability is to us. And if you don't uphold what we say we believe, then this university cannot be a part of the Roman Catholic Church. I applaud the students who are contending for a biblical view of marriage. And of course, I am hoping that the university defends the students that are being consistent with the tenets of the university concerning marriage. But here's what I do know. We've got to get out there with the gospel of saving grace in Christ, because the problem here is that people are looking for salvation and meaning in life by embracing a cultural revolution that stands in opposition to the glory of God and in reality that salvation that is sought in opposition to the glory of God only brings the demise of the individual and the culture. Contend for the truth in the public square. God will use you not only for redeeming grace, but also common grace, redeeming grace that transforms sinners and common grace that restrains sin in society. Harry, we're out of time for today. Thank you for your thoughts. As we close out, let me remind our listeners that you can stay in touch with Harry and Today in Perspective. The best way is by downloading the Briarwood app. It is available through Google Play, the Windows Store, Amazon apps, and the Apple App Store. Go to your favorite app store, type in Briarwood PCA. You'll have access to Christian resources that will challenge your growth in the Lord Jesus Christ. Audio, video, and written resources. Again, the app is yours at no cost. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Thursday, as we continue our conversation conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.